Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for Why It Matters. The APEC region contributes disproportionately to the global burden of vision impairment and eye disease uh, from likes of myopia to cataracts. And one of the best ways to ensure the problem can be addressed is to have proactive action. Now, all this guided by things like data to help in the prevention or even management of such issues. Well, in light of this, Johnson & Johnson Vision and ASTAR have recently established Apex's first-of-its-kind Eye Health Digital Innovation Consortium. Let's find out a little bit more about this consortium. I think more importantly, the role that Singapore can play to, you know, further improve the conversation around eye health. On the line with me this morning is Vaibhav Saran, who is Area Vice President, Apex Vision Care, Johnson & Johnson Vision. Good morning. Good morning, Elliot. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. And when I found out that we were talking about this, uh, eye health, uh, you know, in the APEC and Singapore region, if you turn to 11th, you're right, you definitely know someone who has had to wear glasses since they were a kid. I mean, I was one of those. Yes, absolutely. Everybody, everybody in Singapore and in fact in this part of Asia would know someone who wears glasses because it's a very, very prevalent problem. Mm. So apart from, you know, myopia, which is the very basic of it, we have other eye disease like cataracts, uh, visual impairment. I mean, what have you noticed in terms of the personal habits that are a factor? And please say that people are on their mobile phones too much. that's a given right and by the way it has worsened after the pandemic right everybody is spending much more time on devices but one of the biggest factors is also the lifestyle the amount of time that we spend outside has decreased significantly and that has an impact as well how does that work so the more amount of time that we spend outside in the sunlight in open there are studies which actually show that it actually helps or your eyesight. And as you start spending more and more time inside on your devices, which I said has completely increased during the pandemic, the more stress your eyes faces and therefore the diseases like myopia just go right through the roof. Mm. I know we are going to talk about the wider APEC, right, in terms of eye health. Have you guys noticed, like, in terms of data, in APEC, which country is, uh, or which are the first few countries that are the worst? <laughs> there are a few, but, uh, you know, one of the highest prevalence of myopia is in Singapore. And this is one place where you do not want to be number one. In fact, I'll just give you a statistic which actually shocked me. 80 to 90% of Singaporeans above 80 would be myopic by 2015. So Mm. it's a very high statistic. You know, I'm supposed to ask if more education is needed, if this is a topic that's too complicated. And looking at that, I'm thinking, wait a minute, we tend to remind one another there are a lot of signs. I think we're just stubborn. It's actually a matter of behavior, and you are right, their education does help, but one of the things that we have realized is it's not a natural behavior. Going for an eye check, going and just having good practices about eyesight is just not normal behavior. While all of us know it, all of us have access to it, it's not something we normally do. And that's why what we are trying to do with ASTAR is really helpful. Mm, okay, so let's talk about the partnership with ASTAR. So it's called the Eye Health Digital Innovation Consortium. Tell us a bit about the mission and the goal. So what we and ASTAR, Johnson Johnson Vision and ASTAR together are trying to do is, since myopia is such a big pandemic and find it tough to change their habits over a period of time, how can we partner in a different way? And there are two aspects of it. 
one part of the partnership which is very very unique is that you have multiple stakeholders in this you have patients you have researchers you have clinical practitioners so all of us come together because what we have realized is just one industry or a body cannot change it so that's one part of the consortium the second part is we talk about products and services but i think the biggest differentiator is data how can we use data to create a positive domino effect and start changing the eye health trajectory across Singapore and Asia Pacific and those are the two differentiators of this consortium mm. but people must want to listen to it i mean if you don't mind a couple of years ago there was an issue on diabetes here in Singapore and the same thing happened people got together they spread the message a lot of education and people tend to be more aware because they worry that that's something that you can't fix right nobody wants to go through dialysis why aren't people afraid of getting blind So it's strange, you know. If you ask people <laughs> out of your five senses, which is the one which you are really, really afraid to lose? Eighty percent of the people, and this is research data, which says eighty percent of the people will tell you it's sight. Mm. Sight is the most precious sense that we all have. Mm. One of the reasons is that we take it for granted. We take it for granted that okay, myopia, it's normal. You know. Some of the people are wearing glasses. Wearing glasses, it's normal. But what we don't realize is this can lead to higher eye disorders, and that it can be prevented. So how do we do it? You have to get early. Do it at a childhood stage. You know, eight out of ten children in Singapore have myopia. How can we prevent this and manage this earlier? Well, that's what we are trying to do with ASTAR. Mm, okay, um, so when we have this data, okay, with this, what are we gonna use the data for? Obviously, that will go some way in research, but well, where does the preventative measures come in? Sure. So, and I'll give you a very simple example for people to understand without getting into the technical details. If you think about it, right now, whenever a child gets myopia, you would go to your eye care professional, get the eyes checked, get glasses, but that's happening at an individual level. What the data really, really helps us with is consolidate this entire data set that we have, and the more the data set, the more innovative the solutions. Then, then we analyze it using artificial intelligence, machine learning, and then take this result back to the ECPs, the eye care professionals, saying, "Hey, you know what? For this particular kind of people, this works best." And then you are helping each and every eye care professional, but also helping each and every patient. In a very different way, and that's only possible because of the data sets and the analytics that you have to run on it at the back end. Hmm. I wonder, uh, Vaibhav, if this data set can be something useful for schools. And what I mean by this is, as you describe it to me, I hear a lot of preventive measures in terms of with the data. Maybe we can figure out at what age you know people are most likely to start to have eyesight issues. Maybe the schools can play a part. More breaks when it's studying, when they're looking at the whiteboard, things like that. That's a great point, Elliot, and you're absolutely right. We are trying to see can we engage with educational institutions as well, because that's where kids spend most part of their time, right? Mm-hmm. What we realize is very, very different the onset of myopia and you know how it progresses depending on the lifestyle, depending on on uh, which age group do you come in. So you are absolutely right. If we can start enrolling more and more partners and collaborators in this consortium. The better our effectiveness will be because we have to hold and say we owe it to our next generation to make this better. For sure, but is it difficult though to work with schools? I mean, and for this, I in particular want to point out Singapore, where the stress on education is so high. The need to cram. I mean, when during my time, I go to school for half a day and I go back home and do homework. 
now they're in school till 2, 3, 4, 5 p.m. Is it difficult to get them to get on board with this for the sake of our eye health? <laughs> That's very true. I have two daughters as well and I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. Yes, at some stage go to schools. In the initial part of this consortium, we have not reached out to schools yet. But because we are working with researchers, we are working with eye care professionals, eye care bodies and industry partners. That's the initial scope, but we will go to educational institutions. And I do not think it will be tough, but that's a personal opinion right now because we haven't reached out to them. But that would be a great partnership because if the data tells you that these are the one or two interventions you can make in the school life, then it's good to go to educational institutions and say, see, this is the research that has come out. These are the one or two interventions we want you to make Mm. rather than at the early stage. So we would probably do it in stage two once we have the results of the research and the data analytics and then go back and probably have recommendations for them. This is fantastic. Vaibhav, what about, you know, uh, Johnson & Johnson vision in terms of expanding their role where this consortium is concerned? Because you're working obviously with Singapore. Can we use the case model and expand it to other countries? Absolutely, and uh, that's what our plan. When HDR and us signed the MOU, the initial pilot would be in Singapore. But our objective is to make this data, make this research, and impact life beyond Singapore. So we are looking at multiple markets across APAC, and we would get other markets in, but even at a global level. So we are looking at making this not only a Singapore hub, but an Asia-Pacific hub and a global hub. And this consortium is a first of a kind because it's focused on digital innovation, so that we can really, really innovatively change lives. Yeah, Singapore has to be the hub for everything these days. How far else can we go in terms of collaboration? I mean, you talked about a lot of bodies getting involved. Is there a further perspective in terms of collaboration? Perhaps, you know, there are parent volunteers in school. I keep coming back to school because I feel that, you know, maybe that is the best place to get started. No, no, that, and that is a great point, Elliot. And yes, we are looking at expanding it. In fact, one of our initial part of the project is going beyond and seeing how can you build an eye health community mm. through e-referrals, e-triaging, so that when a, a doctor is treating this, they don't feel as if they're doing it in isolation. There's an entire ecosystem around them to help them make informed choices. So we are looking at other partners, and, and this goes beyond industry and research. It goes into how can we talk with ophthalmologists? How can we talk with, uh, in future, even educational institutions and schools? Mm-hmm. I know that's a critical part. So yes, the answer is a very strong yes. We will look at expanding this more and more and more. Is open access to your findings important here? As in, if there were a blackboard uh, within a community where I can just go there and look at the latest findings and have a better understanding of how serious the situation is. Yeah, and that's the beauty of this consortium. We're looking at this to make an impact to patients' lives, right? So it is very important that anybody and everybody who's a part of this can have access to what the findings are. Even if you're a small clinic sitting somewhere in part of Asia in future, and you want to have access and say, I want to be a part of this. I want to understand how to help my patients better. Yes, we do want this more and more and more. Fantastic. Been speaking with Vavav Saran, who is Era Vice President, APAC Vision Care, Johnson and Johnson Vision. Really appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for it. Take care. Bye bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.